so our next storyteller is our youngest storyteller of the night. Uh, Max Young Rice uh, is a reporter with the Alaska Teen Media Institute. Uh, and he also claims that he invented potatoes, which I think that's probably not true. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Max. So in 2008, when I was still in high school, I took a class on government. And a requirement of this class was that we sign up for a political campaign. So a bunch of politicians came to our class and tried to convince us to sign up for them, but um, I wasn't interested. The fact was, at this point, even though I was 16, I had already become disillusioned with politics. <laughs> when you become a certain age, the people around you start to become more interested in this kind of thing. But they never seem to become better for it. They mostly seem to become angry <laughs> uh, and judgmental and even close-minded. And then I realized that I was one of those kinds of people, so I, I quit, sort of. You may have noticed I was a little dramatic for a 16-year-old. So I still did have opinions about politics, but there was no, there was no emotion behind it. I, was just, I just had clinical opinions. And uh, the politicians who came to my class didn't seem to agree with a lot of those opinions. And after I did some research, I found out that nobody in Anchorage actually agreed with those opinions. <laughs> So I decided that if I couldn't sign up for a campaign that I believed in, I would go with a campaign that I found interesting. So I signed up for Ted Stevens. Ted Stevens' campaign headquarters was located in this uh, strip mall on Fireweed. It was this uh, very big place. It had uh, wide open floors and a high ceiling, and I would spend my afternoons there making phone calls to registered Republicans trying to convince them to put signs on their lawn. That's not funny. Stop laughing. <coughs> so, where was I? So, I liked it there. And it wasn't just because the work was easy. I, I liked the staff. They were, they were really friendly. There was this, this sense that if you worked with them, and if you were one of them, then you were accepted, no matter who you were. And I kind of liked that. But even though there were such nice people, there was this tension there because of the trial. Every day there'd be some new piece of gossip flying around the headquarters, like... Maybe uh, a juror had been pulled out or a prosecutor had misrepresented some evidence. But even though there was a tension, they were still in high spirits. You might remember that in the end, the vote was decided by a very thin margin. And that even while he was undergoing a corruption trial, Ted Stevens was still one of the most beloved men in Alaska. And he was this, this giant figure. He overshadowed everything in the campaign. And people loved him. They liked to tell stories about him maybe about how he told someone a certain joke once or how he liked to wear funny ties, which he did. <clears throat> and I noticed that they always smiled when they did it. And despite myself, as November drew closer, I started to get drawn in. Even though I had thought to myself that I could just remain distant, I, uh, it was sort of like being a soldier. You're in this fight together, and if you don't all win together, you all fail together. So you sort of start to bond. And I start to look at the people at the campaign around me, not just as coworkers, but as friends. And I started to cheer for the side again. Now, one day, uh, during a rare break during the trial, Ted Stevens came up to Alaska. I remember that I was sitting on a couch 
making phone calls when he sat down across from me, and it was the, an odd moment, um, because, you know, like I said, everybody told stories about him, but very few people had actually seen him. He was like, <laughs> like Sasquatch. <sighs> but one that you deeply respected. <laughs> so I looked at him, and uh, he said, hi. And I looked at him, and I said, hi. And continue making phone calls and try not to look at him. So later he got up to go, and I noticed that he was really short. I, I doubt he even came up to my shoulder. And I'm not a very tall person. I'm at the short mic. <laughs> I noticed he, worked, he walked in a strange kind of herky-jerky way, and that he seemed very frail. And then he turned to his aide and he said, where are we going now? And I got the sense that he really didn't know where he was going. <laughs> and then it seemed odd to me that all of this work, all this investment was for this one little old man. So a few days before the election, I walked in and I immediately noticed that something was wrong because the place was packed and it was usually empty at that time of day. And every, everything was just buzzing. People were talking to each other, calling on cell phones. And uh, I looked at the TV because it was on, it was turned up loud, and I saw a picture of the senator walking through a crowd, and he did not look happy. And then my supervisor came up to me, and I noticed that she was crying. And I can remember that she told me what was happening at the exact moment that I realized it, so that my words and her thoughts said in unison, Ted Stevens has been indicted. I looked around for something to do, but it was, it was just pointless. Every desk had been taken up. Every phone was occupied. People were starting to run to the front of the building because news vans were pouring into the parking lot and starting to block off the entrance. I finally found someone who was in charge, but he just put his hand on my shoulder and said, go home, Max. I remember that he was crying too. I think we all know what happened after the election. Um, you know, the signs went down all over Anchorage. The newspaper went from being infuriating back to boring again. <laughs> and uh, Ted Stevens' staffers packed up and went off to campaign for somebody else. And I still pass by the uh, old campaign headquarters sometimes. Now they're uh, a doggy daycare <laughs> in between a florist and a tiny church. And when I think back, to what I did there, and the times that I had, I don't feel any kind of nostalgia. I mostly just feel a little tired. It just seems silly that someone could get worked up over something so small. <laughs>